do 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 Something I can laugh about. Sit right back and get comfortable. You are listening once again to Broker Talk, the number one weekly real estate podcast hosted by brokers with almost 50 years of experience and blah, 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 blah. Uh, your Broker Talk hosts today are me and Larry Lawfer. I'm Jim Lowenstern, evidence on the soundboard. We're once again broadcasting from the top of the Castle's Unlimited Space Needle in Boston, Massachusetts. How are you doing today, Larry? I am doing excellent. It feels like spring out there here in Massachusetts, and uh, that means the spring market. Yes, so, sirree, even though it's early March. Exactly. It's been a mild winter. It has been a mild winter. Uh, we have an interesting show today, Architect and Architecture. Entomologically, architect derives from the Latin architectus, which derived from the Greek word. And it, it I got to stop you. I'm, I'm going to do the sponsorship first. Hello. Hello. What there are we I am. Doing, <laughs> Broker Talk is sponsored today by Castles Unlimited, where you get the best real estate offers online. Go to castlesunlimited.com for all your real estate needs. Now you can get back to your definition. Sorry. Please don't ever stop me again like that. <laughs> okay, I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, architects have a specialized knowledge about how to safely build bidding, buildings, but the study of architecture is the study of the greatest buildings our world has seen. It is the study of artists and engineers who dedicate their lives to creating structures we can live and work in. Architecture brings joy when it is done correctly. Frank Lloyd Wright, Frank Geary, Antonio Gaudi, uh, Mies van der Rohe famously hoped that the proposition of less is more is important. Some of the favorite buildings, Roman Colosseum, the Taj Mahal, uh, La Sagrada Familia, I think I'm saying that correctly. They're still building that one. What about that guy? What, what's going on with my microphone? Hello. Architecture has always <laughs> distinguished itself from other art forms because it plays a functional as well as an aesthetic role, offering shelter, of course, but also shaping our daily lives. Today's guest fits into the art side of architecture, and as well as the engineer, but mostly he's uh, approached this from the art side. Yefim Mazursky was, from an early time in his career, an award-winning professional in his home country of Russia. He actually is from St. Petersburg. Yefim has been in the U.S. since 1988, creating masterpieces both large and small, commercial and residential, from his offices in Massachusetts and Florida. Today, we are talking about his career and his new offering, 39 Ratcliffe, Right here in beautiful Newton, Massachusetts. 37. 37, right. 37. There. So yes. uh, 39, you'd be at the wrong house, and it wouldn't be near as nice. <laughs> <laughs> so it, uh, 37 at Radcliffe Hill is unparalleled new construction masterpiece by Yefim. Old world opulence meets modern and living cutting-edge technology. As I previewed this home this week, I felt while I was walking around, both loved and powerful. And I'm not sure I've ever had both of those feelings in a property. Yefim, welcome to the show. Can you help me understand why I have those feelings in your property? Sure. Uh, 
Thank you very much, Larry, for this wonderful introduction. Uh, I'm pleased to share my thoughts. Uh, uh, this was uh, one of the most exciting um, time of my career when I started to work on this uh, property, 37 Radcliffe Road in Wabon, Massachusetts. Um, I uh, approach architecture as uh, most of the architects as a combination kind of a of uh, two arts, arts of engineering and arts of artistry. Sure. Uh, I was uh, educated in a very historical city, uh, St. Petersburg. At that time when I left, they called it Leningrad, you know, it was the Soviet Union. And I, my childhood, I went to art school and uh, I had art degree. And after that, I went to architectural school. Uh, however, I was always good at math and studied engineering as well. But I think architecture is uh, more like a frozen music. This is something that is a harmony, universal harmony laws that cover all kinds of art. We're talking about literature, we're talking about music, we're talking architecture, paintings. And this particular building, I was trying to put all my efforts and all my talents that I have into those harmony. And you sense that, and I really appreciate that. Well, I certainly understand why I feel powerful. This home is, uh, is huge, um, and you walk around there, the way that it's built is, is powerfully built. It's completely solid. It's got pretty much everything you'd ever imagine in, in a property. Well, let's talk about it a little bit. 11,000 square feet, uh, six bedrooms, but it can be eight bedrooms. Uh, how many baths? Seven? We seven have seven full, full baths and, and then two, two half. Two yeah. half. It has a sauna. It has multiple wet bars, butler's pantry for the kitchen. Elevator. Uh, there's an elevator that goes to four floors. Um, we, we actually even have a dog shower. Uh, <laughs> I saw the dog shower dog, going dog, up towards the back. It really isn't anything it doesn't have. I love the uh, garage floor. I don't know what that is, but I've never it's, seen that. It's, it's, it's like a, it's glass. A, it's a poxy uh, floor, which is... Um, not slippable, actually. It's so wonderful. It feels like you're in a museum, not in the garage. It's it's an amazing. And actually, the height of the garage is 14 feet, so it can fit not just three cars. It can fit six cars. You can have lifts. Yeah, you could have lifts. And uh, so, uh, can have a wine cellar. Home theaters already ready to go, pretty much. Uh, In-law suite with its own kitchenette. Uh, basically its own entrance. There could be a home office with its own entrance. Uh, there's one thing. Oh, a swimming pool is possible also. Yeah, this house, um, actually, I think it's interesting to note that the original house was built in 1924 by Italian architect. And um, when I applied for building permit, I had to go through a new historical committee uh, however, this house, the old house, was quite, not quite well built. 
So we ended up uh, demolishing the house with the permit, permission of historical committee and built a new house trying to fit and be very close to look and feel of the old house. Sure. And uh, that's, um, and Newton Historical Committee was quite pleased with the results. I liked very much um, that the, even the window casings have a, um, a treatment on them that, that makes the whole house seem so unified. It isn't just um, uh, framed in windows, but it's framed in with the same material it appeared that's on the exterior of that, the house. Correct. As uh, any art piece you approach, you always have themes and intertwining themes within the house. One of the themes is the windows. And the windows are large windows. Uh, if you're inside the house, you look through these windows and there's this wonderful view so because the property is surrounded by lush trees and the Charles River right there. So you don't need the pictures on the walls. Each window is a, like a picture frame. Well, let's talk about the uh, landscaping a little bit. So there's a big fountain right in front of the house. Yes. Uh, there's yeah. a heated driveway. Correct. There's a walkway. Fr well, there's frontage on three streets, Quinnipiquin, Radcliffe, Kawadin. From Kawadin, there's a big gate that could open up and allow like a catering truck or whatever to come yes. in if you had a big event. Uh, there's parking on Kawadin. There's a walkway from Kawadin, uh, heated driveway. I don't know if I yes. said that. Pool could be in there. Oh, and, and the privacy. You, you had a big budget for privacy trees. Correct. Uh, I put uh, 235 new trees. So the 22 different varieties of vegetation, uh, we put uh, all our hardscape is granite. Uh, so we, um, I believe this property required, deserves this respect. It's elevated about 16 feet above the road, so it becomes the hill, we call it Ratliff Hill. And this has this majestic feeling of almost a palace. But when you enter inside, it's actually soft. It's a lot of contemporary features. All my bathrooms are very modern. And I'm kind of transitioning from the formal entry, classical entry, into the back of the house with the kitchen, huge family room, music room, all the spaces. And the fireplace is very, very modern. So yes. I, I think this combination of Classical and modern is actually a winning combination. And there's an outdoor kitchen also Correct. on the patio. Correct. W one of the things that I felt while I was in there, I was there, it was a uh, gray, rainy, late afternoon, and there was so much light in there, I didn't have to turn on the lights because I'm an agent. I, of course, did, and I was uh, really intrigued at how beautifully it was lit, either with your electric lights or actual the, the lights from outside, and that's what gave me the feeling of a, of, of a more mansion kind of a feeling. Yes, I uh, thank you, I appreciate that. That's what I was trying to achieve. I want my house to glow. Uh, we have 
huge atrium and at the top of the atrium uh, it's about I don't it's about 25 30 feet high ceilings two uh, I mean three arched windows with corresponding skylights in the roof and why I like to put skylights above the window because when you look through the window and it's a lot of light the wall becomes dark as soon as you have skylights this wall becomes light light so the the whole feeling of um the house and windows it's not holes in the walls it's uh it's a picture frame piece of art i one of the other things that i really liked about it um is this is the kind of home where if you don't like your family you could put them in areas that there's so many different bedrooms there that for instance on the on the first floor coming in there's a, there's a bedroom suite and the master suite is on the fourth floor third floor there's only three well, floors well actually we call, we call it second floor uh, because we have a lower floor uh, which is uh, on one side is uh, leveled it's uh, the floors actually you can come from the grade but because of the certain uh, grading the west side of the house is already three floors but, but very true you've got the possibility that you could have three groups living in there and have their own entry exactly and we could easily add a fourth group exactly that's a, i had that feeling when i was and when it's not a four family but it could be you know, utilize as such. You don't have to see your family members. Correct. Just, what, just I was trying, what, what I was trying to, uh, to achieve in this house is a combination of very cozy small spaces with a large open plan areas, which gives a good balance. It's not like just a huge house and it feels like, uh, you know, terminal or something. It's actually a livable, cozy, um, pleasant space. Right. So the um, what was I gonna, oh so the upgrades so the home theater the electronics uh, even like um, backup generators all the things that could be added um, this is built in a in a in a house that you would almost call Italianate style it's a it's a well, very classical style of I would I would call it neoclassical and uh, my inspiration was actually the city I was born. Some pieces work in Boston. I found a lot of correlations, a lot of commonalities in terms of the feeling, the visual experience between these cities. I felt extremely comfortable when I came to Boston. First, I arrived to New York. Manhattan was not my cup of tea. And the scale of Boston, the arches, the windows, the grills, uh, corbels. The, the brick uh, exteriors. Exactly, the exactly. Cobblestone. This, this was just my, my, my um, it's extremely, extremely homey. I felt, I felt very well here. And uh, this is, this particular house is an opportunity to express my feelings. Although this doesn't look like a Frank Lloyd Wright home, what I noticed is that it fits very well into the space that you have. Um, it comes up out of the ground, but it is of the ground. It's one of these properties where it's wonderful inside and it's also wonderful outside, that you can, you can live both inside and outside, especially in the back side of the house. 
and I think a lot of it has to do with the hardscape and the landscape. Essentially, it's a spec house, but no one would ever put that much effort into making it that livable, and you have. Thank you, thank you, Jim. What, yeah, this is something <laughs> uh, many people told me, and I can say I am not a typical developer. I'm an architect. I became a developer as my second profession all my professional life for 45 years I was an architect and this um, I just it has to be done right and well and about what you were talking about Frank Lloyd Wright what's the commonality here organic architecture that's even the style is different but there are common laws that connection with nature uh, the house has to accept the environment and the environment has to accept the house and it has to feel well. Well, let's let's talk about the house and the lot because it, it's very unusual. The location is in a very wealthy city outside of Boston where there's specific neighborhoods where you think, well, that's where the most expensive houses are. That's where the most expensive houses are. And Wabin is one of those communities where there's most expensive houses but you're on the very outside of that and it sort of takes advantage the the, the location and the I guess the positioning on the lot of a lot of natural beauty so you're in a neighborhood but you're almost set apart from everybody and Oops. you and you must have known that when you walked around the lot when you were designing the house how you would take advantage of that Correct, yes. Uh, thank you for pointing it out. Uh, this was something, the first thing that attracted me, and I'm, I'm also owner of this house. I have this three, three heads. I'm uh, an architect, I'm an owner, and I'm a general contractor. So when I saw this land first, and I bought it from you, I mean, with uh, Castle's Unlimited help, uh, I saw a huge opportunity. I liked this elevation above the road, also 110 feet away from the road. So there was something there, and I th thought I have to exploit in a good way. When we were digging the foundation, and actually it's an interesting story, when we were digging the foundation, we found a lot of boulders, huge rocks. They were all almost it was impossible to trans transport them. Sure. So I decided to recycle them. I made a huge retaining wall in front of the fountain, like four feet high, sure. out of those rocks and boulders, which I didn't have to bring. Actually, they were there. Yeah. And it, it, it looks, looks wonderful. Yeah, that's a Frank Lloyd Wright thing. Use the things that are there. It's also a Japanese approach, isn't it? Correct. Yeah. Yes, the nature is, and I also wanted to make sure that every facade, all four facades, south and north, the west and east, they have harmony. Sometimes, you know, architects say, oh, this is the backyard facade, I don't care, nobody's going to see it. I put arch windows in the, even in the garage. Sure. Because it feel, feel right, felt right. Sure. Um, there, there is an, uh, an internal conflict. An architect wants to build the greatest building. A developer wants to create something that someone's going to buy. And a real estate agent's job is to sell that. Uh, 
Um, how do you deal with that conflict in yourself? This is a good, very good question. I, I have to fight myself. I have to, as an architect, I want to put this detail, that detail, which costs a lot of money. But um, I think I, as an architect, prevails, and I always believe that people appreciate real art and real beauty. And at the end, I, I think we will, we will win. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's such an unbelievably fantastic location. It's literally two minutes from the interstate. It's, uh, well, multiple interstates, uh, 95 and 90, and uh, then all the uh, major roads, and, uh, and yet you're in the woods. You yeah, are, you yeah, are because, definitely in the woods. Yeah, because we're separated by this huge uh, conservation land between area between that's that's an interesting part of the property too you've got an extra 10,000 square feet of city land correct it's really your lot yes and you don't and it gives you a it setback it won't be developed well it won't be taxed it's already been yeah, developed <laughs> but i i manicured the lawn i just i just um, you, you i just tried you, to you annexed take, take it beautifully yeah so i didn't annex it but i just I just it, it's there and it uh, gives you those those trees. They almost like create an amphitheater. They so, do. Yeah, and so and the house is like a stage set. Yes. Yeah, and that's it's, it. Could be a uh, the Gatsby movie could easily be shot there. But interesting. What but what I did on the back, it's totally uh, asymmetrical, almost like English rolling hills. Yeah, and the front is this French formal, yeah. symmetrical stairs. Yeah. Let's talk uh, about, m let's say, new cutting-edge materials that were used in the house. I know, like on the uh, balconies, uh, like off the master bedroom, there's a private balcony. Correct. There's that material. There's probably other ones. But yeah, if you I talk about that. Balconies, I I do not use any wood, and I don't use an azac. This was. Um, it was a stone pavers, pavers, which are put on pedestals by two by two feet. And it looks, you know, if you see any Italian pallets, any French pallets, they don't make balconies from wood. So this is all within the theme and of the entire house. And what, and what about the roof material? The roof material, I had to match the historic house material. Sure which is synthetic state, slate, I call it. It's, it's a basically slate. And um, I found a company in Ohio uh, that manufactured, fabricated those particular tiles. And we matched the color of the existing tiles. Amazing. So, so all the windows in the front, those are called arch windows? Palladio windows. The arch windows, they are Architectural series, very, very well built windows by Anderson. Anderson, yeah. And it was exactly um, approved by Historical Commission because every little detail was approved by the Commission. And the Commission actually had um, a monitor from their side coming to the house to see how construction goes, like every two weeks, every three weeks. And at the end, he wrote his. Uh, uh, his opinion about the house, and he said uh, that the construction is exemplary. Right, for sure. 
Uh, exterior is traditional stucco or FS? Well, this is no, no foam there. No, we didn't use, uh, we use um, cement boards and actual stucco. Okay. That's what it looks like. It looks yeah. like applied, yeah. you know, artfully applied. Yeah, and uh, all the moldings, um, I designed every profile of these moldings, uh, all the arches. First, I designed it in my uh, software. I'm using uh, architectural 3D modeling software, which is uh, first I built computer model, then I built a prototype, the, then they fabricated. They just put it in there and say, okay, let's adjust it, make it a little bit larger, a little smaller. So it was each each piece was customized. I did see the one eighth scale model that you had built. And I liked actually what you did with the landscaping versus what you're showing in that three D modeling, which is kind of a tiered step down. You have much more usable space the way you you ended up doing it. As I as I explained, yeah. Thank you, Larry, for pointing this out. As I explained before, I used these boulders. I created this retaining wall, and I gained a lot of space. That's why I was able to put a fountain there. Let's uh, talk about the master suite. So you've got one room in the suite that could be a room. I mean, it's a closet, but it's so big that <laughs> we can easily make that into yeah, 12 the by 16, seventh yeah. bedroom. Uh, then you've got a, uh, what do you call it, a, a morning kitchen, uh, yes. like a breakfast kitchen. And uh, then there's a sitting area. Then there's the balcony. Talk about the master bedroom. Master bedroom. In the master bath. I would call it, I would call it a a grand suite. It is an experience in itself. It's a 22 by 22 with 10, 11 foot ceilings um, with a private balcony, huge balcony, 12 by 20 with balusters. Overlooking the river. Don't and, forget the river. Yeah, so so it's all wonderful woods there and the vast um, bathroom has this huge shower uh, which is just uh, Amazing, I think that's my wife loved that. Yeah, that's it. Just and those two, um, two walk-in closets one is uh, 12 by 16, another was 9 by 18. And the the foyer we have the foyer, you enter the master bedroom, you enter the foyer where you have the morning kitchen, and from the foyer, you can the master bathroom, master bedroom, and two closets. Two closets, or it could be an office. And you know, office it, or you can turn it into a bedroom because it's very, right. it can, can be a seven bedroom. Off, yeah. off the if they had children. Off the, off the hallway. Uh, and the toilet. Talk about the master bedroom yeah, toilet because yeah. it always greets me when I, yeah, when I walk yeah. in there. We have a separate toilet room, uh, toilet and a sink. And when you enter, it's, it's a Japanese toilet. Uh, and just it just opens it's up and just it it washes you it dries you it just does all wonderful things so even just come and visit that <laughs> <laughs> and and um so it's a smart it's wired to be as yes, smart, it's smart as it can be it's smart it uh, has um, everything is inside the walls and i have drawing which i know exactly where the touch pads what all my speakers what all my thermostat connections so I just basically if somebody wants to utilize that we can turn it into a functioning smart home 
This has been amazing listening to you talk about this, Yafim. Thank you so much. Yeah, there's, there's more. I'm going to stick the sponsorship in, and then I want to talk about the price so everyone knows uh, what a great bargain it is. Broker Talk is sponsored today by Castles Unlimited, where you get the best real estate offers online. Go to castlesunlimited.com for all your real estate needs. So, uh, the price of Radcliffe Hill is $7,888,000. And uh, it's probably worth a lot more uh, based on, well, well, let's talk about it. Let's uh, say, what do you get in Boston? This is the city of Newton. It's the first city outside of Boston as you're going west on the Mass Pike. Uh, this is literally just a, a couple of minutes off the pike. Uh, so I think you get to Logan Airport uh, 25 minutes, Yes, right? Or, uh, on a good day, or it could take two hours. No. Come no, on. I, I think no. about 20 minutes. On, on what, bad weather. I did it for 20, 25 minutes. I yeah. Jim, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's all interstate. This house... You know, the demographic for this house is either someone who's just very wealthy and has everything, but they don't have this house, and now they have everything, or it's for a superhero. I see, like, Batman, because <laughs> he can get right on the interstate, right off the interstate. It's, it's, got, it's like the Batcave. It's got every, everything. But the price, when you think about it, a three-bedroom, new construction, because we, we have them. Um, I, I know several great condos with, they don't even have really anywhere near the square footage, of course. This is 11,000 square feet. Maybe you get 3,000 square feet, $8 million in Boston. So in the city of Newton, you buy a house, and it's certainly a lesser house, but then if you wanted to get the finish and the landscaping and the privacy, that all costs a lot of money. This house, other than your toothbrush <laughs> and your slippers, what else do you have to bring? Yeah, this is this house is a wine opener. <laughs> well, but you don't have to bring your checkbook after you buy it. <laughs> You've already paid I mean you get everything. It's loaded. It's Correct. every That's why you need the wine opener. It's it's a dream house. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. So every woman out there who's listening, tell your husband you want to buy, you want him to buy you this house, right? Or your husband's tell <laughs> the wife to buy you a house. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the one. Well, Excuse me. That, but uh, Newton, it, Newton, for those of you listeners who are not in this area, it's uh, right outside Boston. It is a town made up of 13 villages, Wabin is one of those 13. Very, very good schools, uh, really diverse, interesting community to live in. And it is uh, easy to get in and stay out of the city. And, and usually, so like on Money Magazine and all those uh, uh, annual reports, it's usually either the first, second, or third best place to live in the country. Always, always there. Always there. You know what I noticed today? Mount Ida College is now the University of Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, they did, uh, they did change that. So now University of Massachusetts is even in Newton. 
So, thank you so much, Yafim. This was sure, awesome. My Broker Talk is a weekly podcast hosted by real estate industry professionals and always dedicated to telling it like it is. This is Jim Lowenstern. And this is Larry Laufer. We thank you for joining us and listening. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Yafim. Yafim Mazarski, architect of the stars, talking about Radcliffe Hill. Till next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.